millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, kids. Where do you want to go? That's right. To Uncle Nutsy's Clubhouse. And boy, oh boy, are we going to have big fun today. We're going to have so much fun. We'll forget about how miserable we are and how much life sucks. And how we're all going to grow old and die someday. I want to go home. Shut up, you little weasel. Okay. Right now, I'd like to show you one of my favorite cartoons. It's a sad, depressing story about a pathetic coyote who spends every waking moment of his life in the futile pursuit of a sadistic roadrunner who mocks him and laughs at him as he's repeatedly crushed and maimed. Hope you enjoy it! Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Thank you for choosing Beluga Tunes. Andy here. Uh, once again, this week, uh, I, I actually I don't think I, I need to get my notes out um, in order to tell you what's happening. Um, I can remember because this week I uh, actually ended up doing all of the segments in one sitting. I never do that, and you're about to hear why. <laughs> yeah. Um, I talk about the film Comfort of Strangers from 1990, the Christopher Walken, Rupert Everett film. You'll hear my thoughts on that. There's a six-minute shout-out. What, what could that possibly be? <laughs> I almost, almost didn't, didn't have one. <laughs> almost. Yeah, um, what else is there? I, uh, I talk about graphic novels, both my, my own and other people's, like Walking Dead, Death Note, Things like that. Uh, yeah, um, all of that and more. <laughs> Sorry, the, I'll, I'll explain now. Um, I've literally just got back from work. I work from 6am to 8.30pm. Not 8.30pm. 6am to 8.30am. So you don't have to feel sorry for me. It's, it's really short. But because it's early in the morning, um, it, when I decide to do things like what I'm doing now, like literally after I finish work, I feel just like you know, this. This is normally when I'm sleeping, when I'm just catching up on the sleep I didn't get last night. Uh, but I've been putting off recording for this episode, um, so I'm just doing it all rather at the last minute. Really, this is the last day that I'm going to get to do it, do all of this this week. Yeah, um, I think I actually got through that quite well, despite the fact that I'm just, just so weary right now. But I'll be fine once I've had a nap, once, I've, once that's been done. So let's just get on with the, this week's episode. Comfort of Strangers, 1990. 
my thoughts on this film. Um, once once you've heard me talk about that, <laughs> you will it will be revealed <laughs> what um, what film I will be talking about in next week's episode. So all of that coming up coming up next. On the kitchen table were two big bottles of lemonade, green cake, two packets of cooking, chocolate, a big box of marshmallows. And Maria said, look, darling, this is all for you. But first, Eva said, you must drink some medicine. This is very rich food, and this medicine will protect your stomach. I was too greedy to question this. I drank the medicine, only slightly disgusting. Then uh, I ate the chocolate and the marshmallow and the cake and drank a bottle of lemonade. They applauded and said that only a man could drink a second bottle of lemonade. It would be beyond my capabilities. I said, give it to me. And I drank the second bottle. And I finished the chocolate and the marshmallows and the cake. They said, bravo, bravo. Then the kitchen began to spin around me. And I badly needed to go to the lavatory. An English couple holiday in Venice to sort out their relationship. There is some friction and distance between them. And we also sense they are being watched right yeah uh so comfort of strangers 1990 um this was interesting i suppose <laughs> uh the thing that i can't quite um get out of my head is that this is another one of those uh, yeah, i've said this before about a lot of different some of the previous films I've talked about actually yeah um how I get the feeling and um maybe this isn't the best argument but I feel like I've seen films that have done what this film tried to do uh, and they've done it better because as you, I will say without giving too much away it did remind me of another film um the uh the plot is slightly similar to the gift um and i i, I thought that film because i've only seen that film once um and it is is fairly recent i think it came out about two years ago and yeah it it deals with that i idea that you're being watched or you're being stalked. Um, but it also, there are also some interesting things, some interesting commentary, not only on stalkers, but on um, those who are, the people who are being stalked. But yeah, I, um, I think... I, I, w I might have actually been more impressed with this film were it just not for the fact that I, I have seen other films that were kind of similar. And I, I, I feel like they were a bit more creative, a bit more unexpected with it, I think. <laughs> it is kind of hard to talk about. Um, Christopher Walken... Um, now, 
I, I realise that a lot of people find him really funny a lot of the time, even when like he's playing a serious role. There's something about his acting that people generally find amusing. I found it kind of awkward. I, I didn't I didn't think it quite fit the type of person because you know you can imagine him being a kind of creepy guy. Um, but that that wasn't where where I thought you know like I never really have like a preference when when I make these kind of criticisms. Yeah, I I suppose I'm not saying that they should have cast someone else. Um, I think he was a good choice, uh, but he, he he just he he, he, he he a lot of the time I just don't buy that he's really that character. You know, it, it, it it's not convincing enough for me. Uh, and I think because I I have heard people praise his acting, and I suppose maybe I just. I just don't quite see it, but I think it, in in roles such as this, it's like he could do it very well, but it but I'm I'm just not convinced. I um it 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 does actually kind of seem a bit too put on. You know, it's not like he is the character; it's like he's trying to be the character, and yeah, I. Yeah, you know, that, that 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 for me is just uh, <laughs> it's just it it, it seems like a, a clear um, I don't know it, it it was an imperfection that I I wasn't going to <laughs> to let to let to, uh, I don't know what I did like um, I suppose is the is um, the uh, the whole the whole setting in Venice. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm kind of drowsy. <laughs> I'm recording this a bit of an odd time. Um, I felt like I was on holiday um, with uh, Rupert Everett and was it uh, Natasha Richardson? Was that you know they? The, uh... um, yeah, they were good. I I wouldn't say that because um, I, I I'm still thinking about what I said about walking and none of the acting was necessarily bad. I just felt like you know what, what I said there. So I, I wouldn't say that they were the the to Rupert Everett and um, Natasha Richardson were the only two good actors. Not at all. All of the actors did well, um, and I suppose you can tell by my tone where where I'm heading with this. Would I watch this film again? No. Once again, it's just it's, it's really not not for me. I I suppose I, I would get it because you know I like films like A Clockwork Orange, and I get the feeling this was trying to be a bit like that. Because as I say, the gift, that was, that was the film that it really kind of, I found myself comparing it to. But yeah, the gift is more recent. But in many ways, I think, you know, in terms of storytelling, um, excuse me, 
don't know. I think I, I expect a bit more from early early nineties films or something. <laughs> I'm really not thinking straight. <laughs> this, this hasn't been my best segment. But yeah, I've talked for a while. I I, sh- I should uh, get get to the get to the end part now where I say, <laughs> uh, "Tell me, internet, what film will I be talking about in next week's episode of the Bulugatoons podcast?" <laughs> The Pursuit of Happiness, 2006. Well, on the bright side, we now get cable. It's time for the six-minute shout-out. So we're going to give the internet wheel another spin. There it goes. All sorts of things are on this wheel. Uh, Mostly stuff you can find online. Um, I don't think I do know where it's going to land this time. (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes I have that already planned out. Uh, it has stopped, and now uh, <laughs> it's it seems to have landed on. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe cut this bit short. <laughs> Yeah. Adult Swim, UK and Ireland. So yeah, uh, basically, there there are a lot of shows that I absolutely love, um, and I don't get to see them very often because uh, they're on Adult Swim, um, which I think is is it part of Cartoon Network? I don't know that it's it, it is the. Um, Because it isn't a separate channel, is it? It's 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 on Cartoon Network, and it's like a time slot. Yeah. So, because um, you know, the, I I recently just it recently occurred to me that it it sounds like an adult channel, Adult Swim. <laughs> yeah, the the, the show is on Adult Swim. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, because I'm, I'm a big fan of Robot Chicken and Rick and Morty. Um, so there are Adult Swim shows. It's it's mostly animated stuff. They've they've had a, a lot of live action shows. I think Tim and Eric were on there at one point, and the Mighty Boosh. I believe that that, that was part of the Adult Swim lineup uh, at uh, some point. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm trying not to sound sound as bored as this. <laughs> yeah. So um, Adult Swim UK. Um, yeah. There's a. I think there've been a number of channels, yeah, um, over here where that have picked up uh, the, the the shows and so so basically the the news I heard recently is that um, True TV are now doing what is it an hour uh, every Friday I think. Um, Because I I read about this last week, and I think there I think it's it's um it's been updated since then. I'll read what it says here. Um, FX broadcast Robot Chicken Titan Maximum, and I've just lost my page. Where is it? <laughs> Venture Brothers um, uh, and Metalocalypse. 
as part of an Adult Swim branded block, which ran between the 5th of June 2010 and the 27th of November 2010. From the 4th of January 2012, Adult Swim began a one-hour weekly broadcast on Turner's TCM2 channel, marking the first time that Adult Swim has aired on one of Turner's own channels in the UK and Ireland. The programming block ended in August 2013, following the closure of TCM2. And also returned to UK and Irish television, starting with a new block on the Fox Channel on the 4th of September 2015. That's when it returned. Uh, that seems to be it. That seems to be all. I think that's, that it, it, it's been edited. Uh, hang on. Um, because it did say something about about it, um, I can't find anything here on the, on True TV. Uh, look, um, <laughs> this is not going to be the best episode I've ever recorded by a long shot. Um, yeah. Uh, it's funny because last week I was looking at the same page and it, it had a bit of additional information. It it, it mentioned True TV, True TV. It said apparently um, appearing on True TV marked the first time ad there's ever been an Adult Swim block on Freeview. So that's the point I'm getting to because I have Freeview. <laughs> So yeah, for the first time, I was able to watch episodes of Robot Chicken um, uh, on my own television. This this was a new experience. Because I, I did used to catch up on shows on the Adult Swim website. Um, but these days, I, I don't seem to be able to do that. And I don't know if it's because I'm in the UK. It doesn't tell me that. I just get the, you know, the, the buffering screen... Um, so yeah, uh, it's good to know that I have a legal way of seeing Robot Chicken, and I think Rick and Morty. I, I'm, I'm still, um, I still have a chance to to see that this week. I think it isn't Friday yet as I record this. <laughs> I'll take uh, two cheese pizzas and some crazy bread. <laughs> Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The Fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the Fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's Flubber. The Fump. What is the Fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the funny music project 
It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London's Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbrich, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High quality. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Alright, so now I can just talk about whatever I want. <laughs> you don't need to hear about password security. In fact, um, actually I, I will bring that up because I, I did not update any passwords this week. Oh no. Uh, I don't know if I am. I'm going to do that. I usually do that on Monday. Uh, I'll try and remember next Monday, obviously. But yeah, uh, I, I was away. I was still on holiday, so leave me alone. <laughs> And right now I'm adjusting to getting back into the routine of things. I tell you what though, I'm just, I'm just not in the right mood for doing this. I, 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 I apologise. <laughs> I have an excuse. I, I have been away. Um, so I'm kind of cramming everything together into a short space of time. Doing all of these segments in one sitting, um, and yeah, I um, I I didn't think it would bother me that much. I just yeah, um, uh, I'm I'm still getting used to the, the, um, doing doing things the way I was before before I went on holiday. Yeah, um, it involves more cleaning and recording. <laughs> I just I I got so used to not having to do that so much. <laughs> but yeah, I um I just have to do this, uh, then I can go and take a nap. I don't know when I'll wake up. It might not be until the 
following day <laughs> until Friday because it, it's actually Thursday now. Normally what I would do is I would use the first three days of the week to do the first three segments, so just one for each day, you know. Very, that's a very sensible way of doing it, really. Um, Thursday is usually when I just do the the outro and then the intro. So I, I can guarantee that I, I actually know... I'm actually able to to, to say what, what's coming up. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, just, I'm getting more and more weary, aren't I? <laughs> Uh, what was I gonna do? I was I was gonna say something about um, my laptop. Yeah, I I had the battery replaced. You don't really need to know this, but one of the things that has become a bit more difficult is hitting the the, the click. Oops, sorry, <laughs> hitting the not that. That wasn't a sound effect for that bit. Um, on the touchpad on my laptop, you have to press it right down to, to click on something. So uh, that's not usually a, a difficult thing, but since I got the laptop back from the Apple store, all they did was put the new battery in. So the battery is working absolutely fine now. Everything's working really well. It's just this, uh, this touchpad, it, it doesn't seem quite as receptive as before. But you know, I th I think I I get the feeling I've had the same problem previously, and what it is, it, I think it just fixes itself. It's I I don't know what causes it. it it's just it because it, it is receptive. It, it seems to be getting better with time. I think, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Mm, Maybe part of opening it up or whatever. It's uh, it's fine. I also do have the new operating system. I've completely forgotten what the, what it's called. I'm not going to try and remember right now. Um, another thing is it Thanksgiving? I mean, because as I record this, it's Thursday the twenty um, second, and I you know I. We we don't really have Thanksgiving in the UK, but the reason that I ask is I kind of like to know when it is because every year I watch planes, trains, and automobiles. It's just like a little thing I like to do in not so much in celebration. Actually, because I my my mouse pad is I think it's fine. I'm just having difficulty closing down Preview. Why is preview not? I'm just gonna. Okay, I've quit it. It's gone. That worked. Um. So yeah. Uh, I don't know what, what I'm doing. I read. I read uh, Walking Dead on the train while I was on my way to Abingdon over the weekend. I enjoyed it. It's, it's it's good. It's a good book. It, it was uh, just uh, volume one. 
I, I might move on to Volume 2 at some point. That's one thing I don't quite get about um, booking together issues of comics. Um, it's like, okay, you've got a collection of uh, the first lot of issues. That's, that's, that is like, that's like a Caesar, it's like a box set when you do that, isn't it? The thing is, like, because I just I think it's a bit strange. It's that there there are now bigger books. So volume one of The Walking Dead is only a small percentage of book one of The Walking Dead. Does anyone know why they do that? Why they just keep expanding it? Are there going to be bigger compilations that have like book one and book two? Is there a book three? I've forgotten. I, I, I don't know. But I was having a look at these because they had a lot of graphic novels in this art shop that I went to while I was in Abingdon. and um, I had a look at some of those. I also had a look at uh, Death Note because I, I haven't really read any manga before. But I think these were the original Death Note manga books. Um... I yeah you know, I've I've seen most of the animated series the, the anime um, I, and I've, I, as I've got Netflix now I've started watching that from the beginning because I couldn't remember where I'd got to last time I remember in, enjoying the show up to that point I just kind of lost my way with it I, this happens a lot I I just um, uh, I don't get bored with it. It's a good show. Yeah, I, I just uh, didn't find myself making much time for it after that. After after the first fifty episodes of how many I watched, <laughs> I don't know. Could be exaggerating. So yeah, that was interesting. Um, I was quite actually, you know, I was quite overwhelmed by the, the number of graphic novels that they had there. You know, it was impressive. I thought I, I can't own all of these. <laughs> yeah, um, I um, I am working on a comic. Uh, I put on my plan that I was going to spend this week finishing it off. But I didn't even come close to finishing it last week, so yeah, um, it isn't finished. I'm not going to be colouring it in until maybe, it. I, I think I, I, I might need to kind of let that one, because I, I don't like putting stuff off, but because I'm... I'm already getting ready for Christmas, you know. I'm, 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 I've got these plans, so it's like I need to think about Christmas now, because <laughs> it's just I don't know how much more time I'm going to have closer to the event. Um, I think it, it just seems more likely that I'll continue. I'll, I'll get the last little bit of work done on this new comic in the new year. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm also thinking I might try and be a bit more strict next year because um, in 2015 I managed to, to uh, bring out a co one comic book every month 
but I didn't quite feel up to it this year, which I suppose is fine. You know, it's art. I, I, don't, I don't have to be that precise. But yeah, I, um, I have lots of ideas, and I think next year I'm probably going to try and do one every two months. I mean, that, that's what I did in 2014. So that, that was clearly... No one seemed to object to that. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's probably what's going to happen next year, because they're all going to be one-shot comics. It's really just to, to see if I can find out which, which idea is going to work best. So that's, that, that's probably what's going to happen in 2017. But you said he was all right. Yes, he's lost his left hand, so he's going to be all right. The time has very nearly come for me to put myself to bed. <laughs> My bed is calling me. I'm going to sleep for years. That's what I'm going to do. So yeah, this has been a, a sleepy-themed episode. <laughs> that makes it easy enough for me to have a distinctive closer. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I uh, I'm, I'm going to enjoy <laughs> I'm going to enjoy the uh, the nap that I have this this uh, this morning. Don't know how long it's going. I'm, I'm I'm probably not going to have time to do anything else <laughs> other than tell you about the comic book club, which again I I do not know where it's being held. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> The last one was at um, um, Metrics in Guildhall Square, uh, but I think they've decided they're not gonna they're not gonna settle on that one because that that place has live music and we can't really do the comic book club and have live music at the same time. It's the same reason we're not holding it at the Hobbit, but it would be somewhere in Southampton. Excuse me. It's every third Thursday of each month, 7pm to 10pm. Find out more information and get updates on Facebook. Just look up Comic Book Club Southampton. My website is belugatoons.com. B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S you can also find merch at belugatoons.redbubble.com. There are two Twitters that you need to check out, at belugatoons and at belugatoonspod. Uh, and this podcast can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast and Deezer. Thanks guys, I'm really sorry that I've not been quite so energetic this week. <laughs> but thank you very much for listening do take care and bye bye listen up I won't sugarcoat it this is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen but we're not alone we've got instacart Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win.